another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Can you believe the day is here? Becca, it's finally here. I literally, like, I, I can't, I can't believe it. I told myself it wasn't going to come. My first note was, I can't believe this. <laughs> I cannot believe this. <laughs> I was sitting watching it and I was like, Grayson, can you, <laughs> can you but, even, but can you d- even believe <sighs> that this is happening? And you know, you know, I'm in a bad way when I see Chris Harrison, who I'm very mad at about deleting his black square on Instagram. I have feelings about Chris Harrison. He comes on my screen and I'm crying mm-hmm. because I feel at home and cozy you know we're in a bad way and the bachelorette is back baby i mean it's bizarre when was the last time we saw everyone march the the season was wrapping right the season was wrapping the season was wrapping that was the last time we saw anyone april and the only thing to quench our seven months the only thing that was there to quench our thirsty bachelor and bachelorette mouths where we wanted to suck at the teat of abc was listen to your what yeah oh my (laughs) listen to your heart and we made that you know what we didn't even see chris harrison we barely saw chris harrison at all we saw him at the very beginning you remember you and i felt comforted 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 amidst covid that was really that was all we had yeah but now it was just like here we are again it was it was true okay okay we need to talk about like some of the overarching things about this episode, though. I really want to talk about how I wonder if you felt the same way because we've had all these crazy spoilers and shit, right? Yes. Spo- quotes, spoilers. Quotes, we've spoilers. been debating already via text whether or not these are like planted like news bits or what. Yeah. But um, yeah, what we were expecting is like, OK, this is going to be like one, maybe three hour episode of Claire's whole journey. But for me, the episode one, I was surprised that we basically just had a normal night one episode. Yeah. But it felt really like a little bit lackluster for me, I think, because the whole time I was expecting it to end. Yes. Like I was waiting. I was like, okay, and where's the wrap up? It felt the episode felt strange, but it wasn't because of COVID, right? Yeah, actually, COVID was practically irrelevant except for the whole. The, which the, we'll we'll get into. We'll, we'll that. talk about that, but but that was really the episode felt weird, like. Yeah. It felt, and I don't know if it was because we had our lead have immediate eyes for one person. Yeah. So they're just, they're either just fixating on that production wise, um, or, you know, we don't see her like really getting to know the other people as much. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, that was a big part of it because I was reflecting after and I was realizing, you know, normally what you and I will do, we'll sit there and be like, okay, like she's going to make top three or like there's definitely a connection between these two. But I almost didn't care because I was just like, all right, she even said right when Dale came out, like that's my husband or whatever. So I was just kind of like, okay. And I'm I'm wondering then, it's like I'm watching this whole thing thinking, you know, are these guys going to get sent home right away? What's going on? Like, right. I, I just, I'm not getting, I'm not allowing myself to get attached to anybody right off oh, the top. Oh, totally. Also, like, compare this to Hannah's season. You know, you had characters like Luke P. You had characters like Jed, Tyler Cameron, all these people 
who you were like, oh my God, she might actually end up with them. What if that happens? Yeah. Like everything was up in the air. Uh, and there, it's it just that like, I don't know, that that anticipation that was just missing. So yeah. like we should even, we should say this off the top quick. Yeah. We should say this yeah. off the top. Sure. First and foremost, this is a quick deviation. If this is your first time listening, welcome. We are just, <laughs> we came in, we're just like, Becca and I, we walked into the podcast studio, not saying a word to uh-huh. each other because we're not going to say yeah. anything. If you're a first time listener, welcome. This is Chatty Broad. I'm Becca. <laughs> I'm Jess. You probably recognize Becca from The Bachelor. But, uh, and I'm, you know, her one of her random friends. But here we are. Um, no, <laughs> Oh, what do people call you? Batch adjacent, which I love. Batch adjacent. I appreciate that. Um, but uh, we do things a little different here. We like to have a little fun. We get a little weird, you know. So welcome. Um, mm-hmm. We don't only talk about The Bachelor, too. So please tune into our other episodes. Yes, we have some great ones coming up. Um, but uh, yeah, we actually have a hilarious episode coming out later on Friday this week that gonna, you will not want to miss. Beck and I couldn't breathe the entire recording of it because of our guests. It was it maybe one of the funniest up. Ep- yeah, I don't. We coming for Craig? I don't know. Sorry, right. Craig. Anyways, okay. So, um, we Becca and I at Chatty Broads attempt to always be spoiler free. That is always the yeah. goal. Um, mm. We have been Good some disclaimer. pretty successful for the past couple. For the past couple yeah, seasons, I mean, for Hannah's the most part, season, it was kind of hard with Jed because that really like came out. It on came all out. platforms, it came out. like that and kind we, of thing. And we've had a similar situation now right. with Claire's season. So if you literally know nothing about what you know, fucking E is posting about Lauren Zima's posting about. If you don't know anything about that, maybe turn this off now. Please don't, because we'd love to hear if you hear it. But if you have, if you literally know nothing, which I think we're all going to find out about in like the next week. Well, or I was going to so, say, I think maybe we all do know nothing. So that's true. Because this, this is the thing: the stuff that's come out in the news with, like you said, Ian e Lauren Zima. We're not even sure if that's true anymore. Yeah, we don't know. And to be completely frank. Uh, reality Steve I have no idea if he is posting like if he's been posting spoilers about it um, if he knows more yeah I don't know at all either. because I haven't been checking I'm no, too freaked either. out to like so maybe we should just now. like yeah I mean I, I'm I just want to give a little once over about what we've heard in the news so if you really don't want to hear that skip ahead um, a minute or two, but, but we're going to be talking about it throughout this episode. It's impossible. Yeah, I, I feel so. like it's impossible. Not I feel like to. it's not a spoiler. I mean, you can judge for yourself, but at this point, I don't feel like it's like a spoiler with how production mapped out this first episode, and we don't even know if this is going to happen. So, yes, and I like we said, I don't. I have a feeling it's not going to happen the way we think. I don't think so. I either. think they've been fucking feeding us lies. Okay, so here's what happened. <laughs> feeding us lies. First things first, you know, Claire gets cast. We we saw that back in we saw that in the beginning of the episode but basically the timeline of what's sort of happened in the news is like Claire got cast they filmed at La Quinta we started hearing we started hearing there was like insiders I'm Mm -hmm. doing air quotes like Claire has been really difficult for production and they like don't want to do this anymore and she's threatening to quit and like won't go on with the show Mm -hmm. and then we heard that like she quit 12 days in and and decided to be with Dale Mm mm-hmm and that then they had to bring in a new bachelorette and production was scrambling, trying to find someone to fill her shoes. So dramatic. And then Taisha was crowned bachelorette and then she left for La Quinta. Then we hear back from her like five weeks later. And uh, is there any other like 
bits. Is there anything else? Big? That's that's pretty much. Oh well, so so when so when we heard that Claire was like l- done or whatever, we saw Hannah Ann at La Quinta. The paparazzi Becca, shots. Becca Kufrin. Becca Kufrin. Wells. Well, yeah, Wells. Sydney. Um, Ashley and Jared. Like there was all these random people. So we don't. There. We and had, Tasha. We yeah. didn't know what was going on. You know, there's although obviously- Joe was there. No, I guess Joe wasn't seen there. Because now Tasha and Hannah and and Joe have a podcast also. So then people have been like, or we've been the yeah, like we had heard from one broad who I, we thought had a great idea that maybe what if they've just Joe, been recording? Tasha yeah. and Hannah and yeah, we're out there maybe doing or doing On an episode of pro, like for promo yeah. for clickbait, um, their podcast. So all of this to say. We have news sources like big sources like I mean every single news source people e like everyone is talking about the fact that Tasha is actually the bachelorette yeah, that we're is going like to a get m- cup two months ago August right and when when there are interviews with Chris Harrison in the last week he is getting interviewed and the interviewers are asking him about Tasha and yeah. he's kind of avoiding the question and then all of a sudden Becca and I are thinking is this whole thing. Did it get blown out of proportion because people spotted some other people there and then they allowed this whole Tasha being bachelorette Theories thing run right to run because here we are in quarantine and let's let everyone's minds go yeah, crazy. Maybe people weren't super hyped up about Claire is the bachelorette. So they really they're trying to, to spice it up. up. And what if what if that's not what we're going to see? I don't know. And it's what's also weird is I think we noted this on the last episode that all of the promos have been for Claire. Like we haven't seen any ABC branded content it's for Tasha. So like none. Strange. So it was like it's almost like a fake news type thing where all of a sudden they're like <laughs> they're like what what are you talking about? We never announced Tasha as the Bachelorette, and we're like what? And <laughs> Beck and I were were you know as are so many people thinking okay is it because you know there's a large portion of the population that doesn't tap into Bachelor news that doesn't listen to Bachelor podcasts, sure. but at at a certain point when interviewers on all platforms when they interview anyone involving the Bachelor are asking about Tasha, you kind of go okay. This seems to be common news, even for people who aren't like sure. huge Bachelor and Bachelorette consumers other than like your, you know, once a week watch. So it's very, the whole thing's very confusing. And then from the energy of this episode, I'm like, where are we going? Where are you taking us? What journey is I this? I will say this. It is going to be a fucking disappointment. Well, maybe not. But I'm like, what if they really were just clickbaiting us and it's going to be 10 episodes of Claire's season? Like, I, it's going <sighs> to be, I, you know, so far I'm very much enjoying Claire as the Bachelorette. Oh, yeah. I think she's fantastic, but I was very looking forward to Tasha, And I think that the Bachelorette really shot themselves in the foot. If especially during this whole push for diversity where the the masses are screaming, get, like, you know, yeah. please, you need to become more diverse. People are signing all these petitions. And then the talk of Tasha comes out and so many people are excited. And then you're like, actually, that was clickbait. That would feel I don't think like so, a bad move. Because also she was literally gone and off social media with her phone off for five weeks. Possibly a little more. Tasha was. It was, it was that I don't think it was that long. It was, um, I'll go double check, but it was a long time. It was a long time. And just with how 
all over the place with social media and stuff. They've been as yeah. producers not enforcing certain things. Like that's a long time for her to have a leave of absence and like people not being able to contact her. It feels like the Wild West out here is what we're saying. It definitely does. <laughs> it feels like the Wild West. It's like production does. This is a whole it feels like a whole new world for production as well. Yeah. But also, did Tasha ever comment on anything? I feel like she didn't. Like, she didn't... No, it was... Tasha's never said anything. The only little Easter eggs we've had is when someone posted and said, like, Tasha has new bachelorette, blah, 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 and then Claire liked it. Mm-hmm. But then I think she unliked it. Interesting. Okay, well, July, she didn't post from July 30th to September 12th. She did post an ad on August 4th, but I specifically remember that she had been offline for the four days before like i think someone else posted the ad for her she She had had a contract whatever um but yeah so so july 30th to about september 12th wow okay all right so let's let's say a solid four weeks i mean at least five um, it seemed like five so and, and, and like I said, it's definitely possible to to film her season in five weeks since they weren't traveling. That's true. It's possible. It's possible. Or maybe they started with a smaller group of men. Yeah. Like oh! 20 guys. I don't know. But don't know. anyway, but I just have to say, like the back half of the, I don't know if you're feeling the same way. I was literally struggling to stay awake the last half of the episode towards the rose ceremony stuff. Not because of like claire but it was just the energy it took uh, there's a little life of this um, the life ener- taken out of my sails the energy felt low wind taken out but of i sails. have a feeling that next episode we're about to get smacked in the face i have a lot of hope because next episode we're going to be getting dates um and there seems to be a lot of drama a coup <laughs> yes indeed <laughs> So happens at some point. Should we get into the episode? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. So first of all, I just could not. I just could not believe that again that no. we were doing this. I just kept. I was writing that on the top too. And we see, we see um, in the intro clip so many things that are like, oh my god, what's going on? We see Claire like screaming, yelling, sick, sick, and then a guy saying, I expected more from the oldest bachelorette. Which and, we kept hearing again and which again. Which we kept and hearing again. and I and I kept I was pausing, 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 and then compare like voice comparing, and it sounds like Dale. And it looks like Dale. Shut the fuck up. It sounds just like Dale. The looks I was like, I think it is, I think it is, but it was brief. The voice sounds just like Dale. So, that doesn't make any sense. I I, I have admit, some I, theories. I'm in disbelief. I You're have pr- some might- theories. Okay. Okay. But we'll get into it. Okay. Okay. Um, it also immediately sets the precedent for Dale. Like almost right out the gate. They're like, and they had a special love story. Right out the gate. You're also seeing them in bed together over and over yes. and over again. Definitely like, yeah, real, real, like they definitely had sex. They definitely had sex. So... So we know <laughs> we know. Come on. Um, OK, so here we are where Chris Harrison comes to us from La Quinta. And I'm just like, this feels like home sweet home for me because I've been to that spot numerous oh, times. Nice. And I'm just like my Boogie childhood. Um, you know, my parents, they were rich for about a year. We spent all that money. <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, then we have the background of pre-filming which was so interesting okay yeah this was something that um i remember 
Game of Roses was debating whether or not they were going to address the pandemic. And that was really interesting to me that almost immediately he was like, due to this pandemic. And yes. it was like, oh, shit. They broke that that fourth wall big time. Yeah. He was talking about coronavirus. They um, weren't trying to keep us in a fantasy that like this is not happening. No, right they now. really explained everything, mm-hmm, which I appreciated. Me I too. think I, I think, thought it was also just cool to like see how they were like, doing stuff. It's time stamped in history now. Huh? You know, this is this is going to be a season that you look back on, you know, however long this show continues to go show on. My grandchildren. <laughs> my grandchildren. Remember Claire's season? We were all very confused. <laughs> they made us wait for six months. <laughs> uh. But it, was, it is kind of trippy to think about it being now time stamped in history. It is crazy. But, um... You know, I I was already I was already in tears. I was crying when we when you saw Claire get that call Aww. from uh from yeah, Chris because and I felt this through the whole episode mm. and I wrote down later. I'm like, has there been a lead that you've seen want it more? Mm. It felt like or like, like appreciate it, you yes. know, like. Yes. Or yeah. Or when I say want it more, I don't mean like I think there's so many people who like so excited want this. But when she was standing outside of the limo waiting for the limos to come with Chris Harrison, she was like, like this woman was like, I am finding my husband. This is it. (laughs) I remember that Pete had that exact same uh, energy about him as well no you're i think you're so right it was a different it was that mature like the difference of the maturity energy like pete was like bright-eyed and bushy-tailed like i'm gonna find my woman and maybe 15 others well (laughs) yeah claire was like i'm doing this for my dad like it felt very i was also telling gray i was just like imagine that would be like five years from now if like something happened to you and they asked me to be the bachelorette like that, that's wild. Like as yes. just on a human level, what a curveball to like six or seven years after your season yeah. to be like, hey, you want to be the bachelorette? It's like that is just crazy. Wild. And Gray better trust and believe that if he does not mind his P's and Q's, mm. that that could happen to you. Mm. Wow. <laughs> thanks. A lot of faith in me. I, I have appreciate that. an endless amount of faith. <laughs> I mean, Claire went on. She went on winter game. She well, when we saw the montage, I was like for for different bachelor things, kind of like Nick. That's what I wrote. I was like, I didn't realize how similar her and Nick Vial's paths are. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why he has a, an emotional connection to her. Does I feel he? like I feel like he was so excited for her to be the Bachelorette Aww. and was really disappointed when he found out that it maybe wasn't her the whole season. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he was excited, wasn't he? He was really hyped about it. <laughs> like, oh, I think maybe they they have a symbiosis together they've done many versions of this show <laughs> yeah shit. that it was crazy to watch but oh my gosh walk watch back the stuff with her and juan pablo i mean that was shocking so cringy did you know she came out with a pregnant belly i did because i did watch okay. juan pablo season okay. i did it was i mean it was a move she was coming out serious. Listen, she was coming out serious from the gate, from episode one that she was on this show. Well, then COVID hits, and yes. Becca, I don't want to. Obviously, this is. I mean, here we are. We're all in this situation. COVID. It's a whole, like the, a horrific thing. Obviously, but I have to be real with you. When all of a sudden the dramatic music rose, 
and we see Claire looking out the window and it's like labeled sheltering at home with like a timestamp. <laughs> I just couldn't, I was just starting to laugh because <laughs> I was just like, first of all, there's a camera inside this, the house. Yeah. So there's human interaction yes. happening and it was just so dramatic. And I remember when we all got the shelter at home order and it was it felt like that uh-huh. and i had many moments Hand staring at the, staring at the window looking at my local um post lady who was coming by and i was just like hello <laughs> do you hello? do you feel the heat of my body it's me oh man <laughs> um but yeah then we saw her going to take cookies to visit her mom who has alzheimer's which was really emotional and yeah i just i thought that it was um it was so interesting to see all that all that backstory. Um and then she gets La Quinta. She gets to go to La Quinta. She finds out the bachelor is indeed bachelor is indeed happening. And Beautiful. we see her waiting for her COVID test to come back in quarantine. And then of course they open okay, the door yeah. and Chris and her are standing there unmasked and he's telling her the news. Which oh, this was one of the funniest things to me throughout the whole episode was the men <laughs> and her being like this whole yeah, like Chris himself comes and he's like, You are negative. <laughs> and she's like, negative. It was just bizarre. Bizarre. We also didn't find out, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but whether any of the guys tested positive. Yeah, they did. Which didn't. I'm like, I'm like, don't you think? Just serve one? us some of the tea. And I'm 99.9% sure I heard at least one, if not two, were sent home. Because really? They test- yeah, there was one guy for sure who tested positive. No way. And he posted about it and was like, yeah, I'm not you know whatever wow that would fucking suck can you imagine you're like i finally did it this has been i think that's why there was that whole like you are negative because it's like oh thank god i can actually participate in this i've been alone without people which so i'm already excited to see human beings (laughs) and now i get to actually be on this show i mean i suppose if claire was positive they would just like wait it out till she got a negative test but for the guys but that would have been like an extra than 14 days (laughs) filming wise yeah i don't know but it was <laughs> it would have blown i mean i'm sure before she went they were like listen do not fuck this up do not see a goddamn soul do not go to the grocery store sanitize everything like oh, you can't get covid i would be in a bubble in my home oh yeah i would have already booked a suite at la quinta and would have stayed there for the two weeks leading up to filming very smart very Thank smart <laughs> Because you don't want to get that gas station COVID on the way to La Quinta. There are so right? many. It looked like she was driving herself. It looked like she was driving, but that doesn't mean she's got to go stop off and go pee. I'm I assuming know. she doesn't have. Maybe she's got one of those jars in her car situations. Sacramento to Palm Springs is a long way. That's a long drive. But to make sure that I didn't get the coronavirus, I she would 100 gasoline tanks in the back of your car. To just I'd fill it up. Yeah, I'd be peeing into bags. Mm. My dogs would also be having to pee into bags since she brought both of them. Diapers. Put diapers oh, on them. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Maybe she just put on threw on a pair of depends like that one woman the astronaut remember yeah that sounds familiar i think she like murdered somebody and then she drove through the night and she threw a diaper on so that she wouldn't pee her pants while she was trying to escape the law similar an astronaut (laughs) i think she wasn't or she had been an astronaut maybe i'm mixing fact checkers are quaking 
I do They're not like, know this that bitch is mixing five stories <laughs> together. I think we'd be like, I'm sort of thinking of the cop killer. Maybe this was all a dream for me. <laughs> Maybe I did it. And I like to fancy myself an astronaut. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, but she made it and she did not test positive. And we see then all the men literally like they're so excited that they are going to be part of this. And we have to take a we should take a quick pause. But I'm very excited to talk about the level of drama that these men getting a covid test. You'd think they were having to sever an arm. Uh, yes. You, I couldn't have said it better. Maybe giving away their firstborn child. Like, the. going, getting a root canal without any medication. Before we dive into that, before we dive into that, Broads, if you've listened to us for a while, then you know when it comes to shoes, there's only one brand that checks all the boxes stylish, sustainable, and so comfortable, it almost feels like you're wearing slippers. And of course, I'm talking about Rothy's, the shoe I find myself reaching for pretty much every day. I'm actually not wearing my Rothy's these right now and i feel a little out of whack Mm, i mm. feel i don't feel comfortable i don't like it i don't like what's going on um i'm probably gonna leave this and go change mid-episode okay um just so you know i'll take over okay sounds good um but listen there are apparently a lot of other people because for instance their bestseller the point in black has over three thousand perfect reviews online three thousand um but if you already have that shoe like i do in multiple colors oops uh then be sure to check out their newest collection which includes bags, masks, and their first ever adjustable sneaker, which is adorable. Well, you all know, sustainability is a focus for my family, which is why I do love Rothy's so much. They make their own fabric out of single-use bottles that they pull from landfills, and all of their shoes are 100% machine washable, so you'll get a lot more wear out of every pair for you and your kids. And we can't skip over the fact that they're so cute. So Um, cute. The style with the bows. Can you believe? They're really, really cute. When that style came out, it's fairly new. And I was like, well, there goes Mm -hmm, my mm -hmm. bank account. Classic styles and a ton of rotating colors, prints, and patterns. And it's not surprising. Vogue recently dubbed them a personal obsession. And oh my God, broads. Like I said, Rothy's uh, now makes bags and they are so, so cute. I already know and love the quality of Rothy's products because I love their shoes so much. So I hope their bags wouldn't disappoint. And let me say, they are perfection. I uh, snagged their overnight tote, which is perfect for trips to see my family or little staycations. Um, And like their shoes, the bags are completely sustainable and machine washable yes like hello shoes and bags that are machine washable for my messy mom mode self what a lifesaver check out all the amazing shoes and bags available right now at rothys.com slash chatty that's rothys.com r-o-t-h-y-s.com slash chatty style and sustainability make to create your style i tried to say that fast and i just botched it (laughs) style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites head to rothys.com slash chatty today Well, maybe you've been your own boss for years, or maybe the recent job climate has forced you to branch out and start that business you've always wanted to. We've seen so many business broads Mm. popping up. We love love to see it. Uh, Either way, Becca and I know from experience that running a company is no small feat. Your days are filled with enough tasks to last a a lifetime. The last thing anyone needs to waste time doing is standing in line at the post office. This also applies whether you run a business or not. Of course, going to the post office is not on top of anyone's list, I think especially during during the current situation. Yeah, 
Absolutely. And I still want to keep in contact with my family through letters because I think that's really special. So, you know, like you said, business aside, there's lots of little things to do. Well, lucky for you and us, Stamps.com brings the post office to you. And with Stamps.com, you can literally do anything you would at the post office, but right from your home computer. You can use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, Anywhere you want to send. You can even ship with discounted UPS services up to 62% off. And that includes USPS too. UPS and USPS, 62% off. And no residential surcharges. Um, And if all that wasn't enough, you'll save even more money with discounted rates. You can't even get in person at the post office, including five cents off every stamp. Stamps.com saves you time and money. And also broads, last year during uh, the holiday season, Stamps.com was my lifeline. And now, especially because of the current times, we're not going to be seeing, at least, I mean, I'm not going to be seeing most of my family. So I'll be shipping out all these gifts around Christmas time and the holidays. Mm. Stamps.com. It's the perfect way to go. Yes. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. I have one. Without any long-term commitment, just go to Stamps.com, click the mic at the top of the homepage, and type in chatty. That's Stamps.com. Enter code chatty. So, <laughs> these men's. <laughs> I first of all, I like the thing of them filming their own packages. Me too. Um, I do wish when we actually got into the episode, we had a little bit more backstory. You know, normally we get like them filming their family, like that kind I, of thing. I, I did miss like having a background on any of the guys. We got pretty much none. We just got to know them via their quarantine mode. We um, saw Dale's mom. It seemed like. A relative? Yeah, it was a relative of his. Briefly helping him pack. But yeah, we didn't get really introduced to anyone. We didn't see anybody. We didn't, we know, we like didn't know what they were, they did for a living or anything for the most part. But then again, there's that part of me that's thinking if the rumors that they've been feeding us and announced are true about Tasha, we've heard that mm. maybe some of the guys are going to get brought back that initially weren't like were rejected for Claire's season. Mm. So you wonder if maybe they don't want us to get invested. They don't want us to get invested with certain guys or, but you think that maybe they'd give us packages of the guys that then were going to be with Tasha. It was strange. I don't really know, but that was odd, but I did like them filming their own stuff. Um, They're horrified about getting the, um, absolutely horrified about getting the COVID test, the ominous music, and them slammed their bodies up against the wall. Talking about a (laughs) pipe cleaner getting shoved up your nose. Into your brain. (laughs) Into your brain. I'm like, try having a watermelon shooting out of your vagina. Yeah. And then we can have a conversation. Yeah. um, Also, okay, I will say this. No, that was still in June. I heard in the beginning that the COVID tests were way more gnarly than they are now. Like in the beginning, they really thought they did have to get up there into your brain. Okay. And now they're very just simple. Listen, I will tell you, I got one of the brain tests. Yeah. Okay, I got a COVID test early on. Uh-huh. And it is high and it's not comfortable. Uh-huh. Like it's not like, oh, do the other side uh-huh. now, please, doctor. <laughs> like, you don't <laughs> want it. But the level of drama that they were just trying to make is it. Is it akin to like a throat swab? It, you know, it, where you're like, ah. <laughs> And then you're like, that sucked, but my life will go oh, on. Oh, the strep throat swab when you were a kid, you would just dread going to the doctor's office. Yeah, I'd be like, I don't have a sore throat, mom, because I was just <laughs> avoiding it. Um, yeah, I guess it's similar to that, but it's just a different type of feeling because it, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a nice feeling. Mm. But the music 
with the reactions to just like to them afterwards filming themselves watery eyes like coughing just like oh we're doing this for you claire like like, this is the like pinnacle of what you're willing to do for her that's embarrassing i'm like oh my god you guys (laughs) i had secondhand embarrassment for some of the men throughout the episode i will say that i truly did as well well we get little we get little moments of meeting the guys and becca i do have to tell you that the level of overjoyed I was that it seems that we in our cast bio episode with Evan and Gray, our partners, if you're tuning in for the first time, talking, that. talking about Bennett. And I think we really nailed it. Oh, I have to go back and listen to what we said because holy shit, Bennett. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't lying when he did say the thing about Harvard. He's like, that's the H word. Drop that. And people are just impressed. It's true. true but w- what a guy. And we'll get to when his actual entrance, entrance was because, I mean, he is pretty he, great. We see him. He is shirtless outside. He is wearing aviator glasses. He's got a lot of chest hair, very 80s chest hair energy. Um, and he's reading a book on emotional intelligence. And he's like dancing in his robe. And then we see him with a, with a face mask on. And this is the energy I get from Bennett is that he reminds me of a guy in a 90s movie that the mom is starting to date and the kids dread because he won't let them go on his white couches. Oh, that I feel that 100%. You know, and you're, ba- you're just praying that your mom ends up hooking up with the fun teacher from your school who you who you love, and yet she ends up, you know, staying with Bennett until the very end. Well, you know, <laughs> the other vibe I got from Bennett when he came out of the Rolls Royce was he might have more than one person uh, trapped in his basement. Well, let me tell you, Becca, is that in our cast bio episode, we were talking about him wearing people's skin. Oh, and we were correct. I'm frightened because there have been times when we are really right about people. I know. We've had some broads lately sending us clips from Cassie and Colton's season. We were analyzing Cassie's relationship and. uh, Yeah. We literally, I'm not going to make light of it, but we literally specifically said um, he seems like someone who will blow up your phone and text you repeatedly after your guys' breakup and like won't let it go and will stalk your family. That's what we said. We we literally said that. So I pray that I'm wrong about Bennett. I also pray that we're completely off. Also sending love to Cassie right now. I I don't know what's currently happening in that situation. Me neither. I think that the, the date was delayed Oh, the court um, date. The court date was delayed, so I think they extended. Anyways, sending love to the Randolph family because it's horrible. Um, still haven't heard from Colton. Still haven't heard. I don't think. I don't think we have so. a day count on his silence. We should get that going. Um, um but uh, I yes, I also hope that we're very off about Bennett <laughs> because because yikes. Um. Um, but we, I love him. I love the whole vibe. You know, oh, it's very fun. I really hope that he stays for a while because he just has like his smile. It looks like all of his teeth are caps. I have a, <laughs> a pet going. They're all like perfect. And they're I'm just, sure they're all veneers. They have to be veneers. Um, we meet Ivan. He's playing chess by himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we meet Yosef. Um, who's that's when we find out that he has a daughter. He is ironing shirtless so when yosef came out with a thing about the daughter immediately i was like okay he's playing the daughter card yeah um and i immediately was like i think i already saw at this point when i'm seeing him talk about his daughter i'm like i think i might have already seen clips of him being like agitated and getting in the middle of stuff 
But now that he's pulling the whole, like, I love my daughter more than anything, I'm like, I don't trust you, motherfucker. No, I don't. Even though I will say he, he later on in the night, I was just like, oh, you're, I, I'm not attracted to you. But when he initially, when his face was first on screen, I was like, cutie. He's a very handsome man. Um, speaking of a handsome man who I'm, I actually, I have a, now I think an unhealthy obsession with already is easy. I'm obsessed with so you easy. don't even know who that is easy sorry guys oh my goodness he's he's rocking salmon jacket he's, oh yeah no he was too he was too loud for me he oh, was much I'm all too about like i'm gonna make commentary about everyone i was like okay hold the phone we get it you're not you're no chatty broad okay <laughs> I mean, maybe he is though. I am. He is. I am obsessed with him. I am obsessed with him. I love his energy. When he got the COVID test and he was running around outside, he busts through a wall. Also, it says that he. So he was a football player. He's now a sports marketing agent, and it said that he's from Newport Beach, California. And I'm like, Easy, where were you on my <laughs> girls' night outs, honey? Because I just saw a bunch of people that I was just like, Nope, 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 nope. Where was Easy? He looks like a good time. He looks like a good time. I have to say, when they were doing that little montage of him being tested negative, I was thinking, how sweet. In June, that was still, for the most of the country, like kind of in the middle of the quarantine. Ah, things were starting to open up, actually, in other states. But nevertheless, most everyone was coming off of about three months of being really stuck in their homes. And I was like, how fun to be able to travel to a resort, to be able to interact with all these people oh, like yeah. normal. Very fun. It was also really funny to me earlier when Claire said like, I just love that I can kiss and hug all these men without worrying about getting COVID. <laughs> and there was something hilarious about that to me. It was so funny. And I'm like, oh, that's the number one thing I knew. I mean, I get it. it was and just I'm like, yeah, when you haven't funny. touched anyone in a while, but even, but it's so funny because even when she was saying that there's this part in the back of my brain that goes, I'm no doctor, <laughs> but even though everyone's getting tested, I this still does not feel COVID safe to me to be running around and like touching when and I, we've obviously now been in this this quarantine, this pandemic for so many months watching it, knowing I, I had this like I had this moment when all the, when I was seeing the groups together and I was like, oh, my God, you're supposed hey, to hey, 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 too close. I'm like, Claire, you're getting too close to all these guys. I mean, you better get positive tests. They're I mean, negative tests, not positive. They're going to be swapping spit with all Everyone. like 15 of them. Everybody. Maybe. Do we get do we even figure out what the number was of how many guys there were total? 31, I believe. <sighs> That's a lot. Lots That's of a men's. lot to start out with. Well, Claire arrives and um, the art directors really outdid themselves for the Chris and Claire room. They, they, the art directors went nuts. <laughs> <laughs> they also candles, gold everywhere, tassels. <laughs> we can't travel, but we will make it beautiful here. We want something Moroccan, French, elegant, um, but British with more, more of an Indian flair with a touch of, um, yeah, Mexican drama. That, that felt like that's what the, I was like, whoa, this is overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing the luxury of the whole world into one place. 
And I can only hope that's what we're going to get for the rest of the season. Just like so over what the top. What if they do themed rooms like they're at a day camp or something, you know, like tonight oh we're going to have the Egyptian, an Egyptian experience at the Nile. And it's just like a pool <laughs> with like, um, you know, plants sticking out of it. Can you it's just like if you round this corner they have a guy the gondola on the on the other on the kiddie pool going around in the circle oh, look, hop in we are in italy look out the windows some guy oh man so someone's ch- chucking pizza at their face it's just like it's too much they could have it'd be like a, a small world experience like irl in the pool <laughs> I love that. Oh, I love it too. You do remember, right? Okay, this is this is a piece of evidence that is solid. Okay. That filming did get shut down. Remember we talked about this months ago about how you guys have the friend who was yes, booked. Yes, 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 yes. Booked yes. to perform. Yes. So we had a friend who was booked to perform. If you didn't hear when we talked about it in one of our episodes, um, I I had a friend who was booked to perform um and work with one of the artists that was going to come and play a song. And I will tell you this. It was a big artist. Harry Styles. It was Harry Styles. <laughs> Actually, it was all of One Direction. They were uniting together for the first time, including Zayn. And also Zayn's baby was going to be present. Wow. Yeah. It was going to be a big thing. <laughs> um, but it was a big artist. So it wasn't something like, you know, that it was a kind of like someone who people don't know when you shut it down and go, sorry, never mind. You're not coming. It, you know, it was a bigger deal. And he told us that he got the call from the artist that it was like, hey, it's a no go. Like a day before the they were supposed from production. to from production yeah. that he was supposed to uh, they, when they were supposed to go out there. So and it was all right around the time when the rumors were flying about the whole yeah. switch from uh, Claire to someone else. But it doesn't. What doesn't make sense to me, okay. what I'm not putting two and two together, let's just say they chose that specific artist because he's one of Claire's favorites, okay? okay? And I'll tell you, he's one of Bachelor Nation's favorites. I've seen a lot of the Bachelor women post about this specific artist. What? No. <laughs> I, I know I can't say. Okay. 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 I would. Tell I'll tell after. you after. Okay. Um, but why not just let him do it on, do it with Tasha? Why, why couldn't he perform with if they're all just if they're still staying at La Quinta? I don't understand then why he wouldn't be on Tasha's date, even if he was specifically because Claire loved him. It's not like every time we see an artist on uh, one of these seasons right, perform the a fan that like, it's, you know, obviously Pete was a fan of, you know, Victoria F's boy, ex-boyfriend or whoever that was, the country artist last year. But um, I just don't understand why they would cancel that. I can't think of a good reason. Well, I mean, maybe Tasha just had like, or postpone it for like a week if Tasha was needing to come, and then they were needing to set up everything with the her new guys or whatever. But maybe Tasha had like a list of what she wanted, so they ran with that. Like, if it's like a country artist, I, for instance, she's like, I don't like country. I don't. I don't want to say this confidently but i think tasha's a fan pretty sure that i've seen tasha post about this person's music maybe not i don't want to say it confidently i mean it might have just been like a timing thing too because i don't know like you got to think about 
But part of me is just like, oh, if production was completely halted because of Claire and there were no more dates and they never brought anyone out, they didn't bring other people out. I don't know. Because, I mean, Tasha's season didn't start filming until like at least two or three weeks after. Yeah. I would just think they would have postponed it because it wasn't like at this point artists weren't doing anything. It's not like he had shows elsewhere. I don't know. Food for thought. Maybe they kept all artists out so that there wouldn't be any spoilers. Like maybe they just didn't do guest appearances. May that's actually a very good point. They'd only allow Batch Nation to come in because they're under like lock and key contract. Okay. Maybe that's why we're okay. having the Hannah Ann's, the Wells. They don't want to use any outside people. They want to make sure that they're under lock and key with some of their Batch Nation faves, who they'll ruin their lives if they spoil anything. <laughs> <laughs> cut them off at the roots if they spoil anything it's possible that's a very good point okay um so on. we see claire claire and chris harrison have their chat in the the gilded room beforehand <laughs> and um it was a really really beautiful moment i yeah i i would got it was definitely emotional when she was revealing she came out of the abusive relationship. Which I like, don't think right she's... before The Bachelor. I didn't think she'd talk think about she, that publicly either. Yeah, I don't think that she had spoken about that. Yeah. And, you know, she said, you know, weeks before meeting Juan Pablo, and one of the reasons of going on the show was to get away from her ex, and mm. it was just like... I mean, I was... It was um, really powerful that she shared that, and then following up, when Chris Harrison said, what would you say to that woman... Claire saying, I'm proud of you for trying again. Mm. And um, I love she talked about that she's been going through a lot of therapy. I love that she talked, that she mentioned therapy. Um, She talked about, obviously, her dad, which is a huge piece of her story, um, who passed away a while ago. And her dad uh, had left her a DVD before he died to show, um, I believe, if I might be getting this wrong, but I believe it was like... um, when she gets engaged to show to, you know, her future husband or whatever. I know. I was like, what the fuck is that video? Yeah, I believe it's, it's, it, I don't think it was like, a, oh, after you're married, if I, if I'm remembering correctly, it was a DVD, like when she's found the one to, to watch it. With. I know. I'm like, what is on that video? Yeah. And she hasn't watched it because it's for them together. It's either for them together or just for the guy to watch so that basically the guy can like see. Her dad. It's like her dad's all like, listen, bud, (laughs) I'm going to tell you right now, my daughter is a beautiful woman. (laughs) This would be my dad's. My dad would just be like, run as fast as you can. I know. My dad makes some joke. He'd just be like, sorry, guy. And I'd be like, all right. Can we not (laughs) wrap it up? Can we wrap it up? No, considering their relationship, it just seems like he probably just had this, you know, just, I mean, can you imagine the forethought? He made it when he was, when he was dying. The forethought of a parent to do that. It was just so beautiful. And it was like, you know, I held my little MB tighter watching it. And, um, and then I loved that. Then, then he, then Chris Harrison said, what would your dad say to you tonight before meeting these guys? And Claire said, he'd say, I'm proud of you for just showing up. Beautiful. So beautiful. Can't handle it. Well, in- there we go then into the intros with all of these embarrassing ass men. <laughs> we have this beautiful moment, the beautiful Claire, and like, okay, the duds. Dud city. I have to say, I thought that a lot of the guys were so sexy with the cast list, and then when they were actually coming out of the limo, maybe I had high expectations, but I was like, 
You know what? I don't mean to complain, but um, I felt similar. I don't mean to be complaining, but I though some of those pictures were so hot. Striking. Of the men. Now, don't get me wrong, I think there's I would say there's five or six that I'm just like, wow, wow, wow. We've I'd say got there's like some... three that I feel wow about. There's okay. like five or six where I'm like, okay, you can you can make it to next week. But uh, I was a little bit like... I'm not even talking about the looks. It was like so, a lot of them just had like weird personalities. Yeah. Or like awkward. The energy. That's what I wrote on so many of them. It was like the awkward. energy feels off. Okay. I, but. Yes, go ahead. We're probably gonna say the same thing. Yeah. Um, Claire's really fucking sexy. Like she's, she's really, really sexy. She's her. She has like the most sensual energy ever. She is. Yes. She is captivating. And if you want me to tell you that I didn't fall in love with Claire in many ways during this, you would be wrong. I was feeling things. Absolutely. I'm 100% with you. We are on the same page. If I was at a bar. so like. The, like attractive in the sense that you're like attracted yeah. to her. If I, okay, if we're at a, in a bar setting and I'm getting a drink and Claire comes up and like stands next to me and, and starts like, talking to you're me, like, I am flustered, stuttering. I'm I'm red. I'm all blotchy and I'm like saying something stupid because she makes she locks eye contact, big smile, laughs at everything you say, but then like comes back with stuff quickly, yes. and I'm just like. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, not to mention, she is, we keep talking about how she's 40 years old. She is a 40-year-old dime from head to toe. She might be like one of the, this is what I was sitting, staring at my laptop screen thinking. She might be one of like the hottest bachelorettes in history. Agreed. So like we can throw around this whole oldest bachelorette thing, but she is like really seriously probably one of the hottest bachelors. listen ever. honey as a 32 year old woman i am telling you that 40 is the new 20 okay <laughs> or I mean, 21 claire's one of those people she's gonna be like that like the rest of her life you know it's she's an just energy it's an energy thing when you f- when you feel you is a mentality you, it is a mentality <laughs> bitch i you still in my brain mind. in my brain i am still a 17 year old immature queen and i live and i will continue to be that until i'm 90 years old good for you thank you get it my grandchildren Maybe one will be day you and i can glow up to claire's status because we're not there right now honey we are not there. Give me, give me another fifteen. Give you another eight. I'm praying. I'm praying, I'm praying <laughs> holding on that I get that I can get some Claire energy <laughs> in my life. Um. So that being said, that might be that might give some reason for the for the awkwardness. the awkwardness. Yes, they were a little maybe I'll thrown give them, off. I'll give them that. My other thought was. At this point, we all had been fully like quarantined for a month and a half. And so I remember the first human that I saw. Um, I saw one of my very, very best friends. Okay. She had been fully quarantined. I had been fully quarantined. We united together. She was one of those ones who lived alone and had been living alone, completely alone Sad. for like a month and a half. I saw her. I was awkward. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're my best friend. Why am I awkward right now? Totally. Like, why am I stuttering talking to you? I feel like this conversation, the ebb and flow is weird. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if maybe they're go- they're going to like warm up. But Yeah, that makes sense. Not to mention you're quarantined in your hotel room for like three days leading up to that. I would be so in my head. And I can only imagine like that normally you'd talk to producers and stuff in that time. And since they didn't get their test results back yet, they're pretty much... 
literally alone. I bet they left the food outside the door and like knocked and told them to wait 10 seconds until <laughs> someone, you know, to, to open the door to get their food. Like that kind of thing. Probably. Now, I am curious about this and we didn't get answers. Will they all be like living in some giant suite they're going to put bunk beds in or will they have their own rooms? Interesting. I couldn't stop thinking about this and we don't seem to find out in the episode. Because then it makes you wonder with Dale in the room, it's like, is this a fantasy suite or did she just go back to his room after a date? I mean, know what I'm saying, considering that they're not leaving the hotel, maybe they did give the guys their own room so that people wouldn't kill each other because you're going to be stuck. But that's part of what brings. The, I know. The, the, You'd think the producers. That's in, what brings the heat of the show in their in their evil hands. They'd want to like make make that super spicy. Well, because so when we uh, when we were on Ari season, when we were in France, we stayed on this big boat. It was like a mini cruise ship. Oh, really? It was ri- it was great. It was the best place we stayed at by far. Um, How fun. But we each got our own cabin. And that really? was the f- they they said the production said that was like the first time in years that did everyone you, had gotten their own. Did room. you walk into your own room, close the door and cry with joy to finally be alone? Basically, yes. Yeah. Yes. I would weep. My own shower. I mean, literally, we were um, there was like a big bathroom in the bachelor mansion and it would be like. Sometimes there would be like three or four girls, like one, sh- two in the shower, one in the t- like. We're just all trying to get ready as fast as we can, so it's just like you get to spread out all your stuff. I wish that The Bachelor had a version um, of the show called like Bachelor After Dark, where we saw That's cameras so with like the girls um, unwinding after the rose ceremonies, getting ready. The you know the talk behind the scenes. Oh yeah. I mean, there's so much footage. There's of that. so much, so much footage, silliness. Right? You could and, have like, at least an hour show, and you'd get like a lot of great tea. Yeah, like one of the girls brought like fake butt pads and like <laughs> fake boob pads, and so yeah, there was like ridiculous. Like we were making there. I mean, the cameras were always following us around, so there's there's definitely footage of like cr- cr- just craziness, pandemonium yeah. going. on. I feel like you'd fall in Charades. love. You'd fall in love with the the people more too, when seeing them oh, like yeah, like real silly things. and having fun and not just being like I love you so much. Yeah, and I've said it before, but the best example of that was like um, Lauren when everyone was like came off of our of our season. I was like, oh, she's so boring. I was like, no, she really isn't. Yeah. You're like, no, you just didn't see the, yeah, you just don't see a- aspects of people's personalities. I want it. Bachelor after dark. Yeah. Something like that. You didn't want to see my personality though. <laughs> <laughs> I was the one like screaming at the handler, like, I'm not getting out of bed. <laughs> By the way, I like that they call them handlers. It makes me laugh. Like you're a wild animal and they're just trying to like, keep you at bed. Did you know that that's like the industry term? Yes, it's I can't so, believe it. I it's didn't. Like, it's I like, didn't know that. This until. is the crazy talent. They're out of control. We call them handlers because they have to deal with them. all of their shit. And it's literally what a like, job. I mean, oh yeah, seriously. I mean, if you have lovely people, that's fine. But can you imagine some of the the Hollywood folk out there who some of these handlers have to deal with i just can't imagine doing it on the bachelor i'll just tell you behind the scenes sometimes with some of your some of your faves doing wardrobe and the way that they treat people like absolute shit i can't imagine having to like be following them around dealing with them and i would only have to deal with them for like two hours and i was like literally dunking myself in any sort of like crystal holy water or anything to cleanse myself 
from their horrific energy. Well, that's afterwards. the thing. I love the handlers. I really do. I'm still friends with a couple of them. But yeah, I was in, you, you know, they, they come with the bearer of the worst news. Like sure. you have to do pickups. So can you get in your gown from one night one and try to get your hair and your makeup done? Oof. And it's like, you Oof. know, 11 p.m. Oof. Yeah. Oof. And you're just like, no. You know, as a viewer, we don't think about this often because it's like thinking about basically being in my jammies about to go to bed and then my friend calling me and being like, I need you to come to this club right now. Yeah. I know it's midnight, but you have to come right now and not having a choice getting out of bed, putting on a full face of makeup and throwing an outfit on. I would be so angry. Also, psychologically, I would be exhausted. Yeah. And then when you get there, they tell you like, hey, remember your mom's birthday party two weeks ago? How are you feeling when your Uncle Gary got there around like 2 p.m.? And can you talk in the perspective like <laughs> Uncle Gary just got there? So you're like, um, yeah, okay. Um, Uncle Gary just got here, and boy, am I excited! He is the life of the party. Like that. And, that oh is, my that's god! What it's and like. then if you're asking me about people that I don't love necessarily, if you're if if I'd be in that situation, they'd be like, hey, you know that one friend of the friend who like can kind of agitate you. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what they've been doing that lately, and I heard actually that they were saying this about you. Like, do you feel like I would be so snippy and I would be so reactive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wowzers. Yep. yep, yep you don't yep, think yep, about yep, it. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So men getting out of their men getting intros. out. We can talk about some of the some of the uh, the the key ones because we we met a lot that we you literally had a two second interaction with. The limo entrances were very quick. Yes, it was quick. Um. Before, should we take a quick pause before we get into each of the oh guys? Oh my gosh, yes. Before we get into the guys, let's take a quick pause. Okay, Broads, I have never been more invested in, for the lack of a better term, vibe of my house than I have been for the past six months. Yes, it feels very LA, the vibe of my home. But for good reason, my house is now, you know, the place my family and I can relax and unwind. Also an office for both myself and my husband, a gym, a school for my daughter, mm-hmm. an abode for my pups. <laughs> um, that's asking a lot. But thankfully, with the help of Article, I have been able to thoroughly and thoughtfully curate each little corner of my house to be everything I need it to be. I love Article. All of their pieces are seriously perfect. Mm. Furniture shopping has never been an easy task. I mean, come on. Pieces are often back-ordered for months. It's hard to find a collective aesthetic across so many stores and style options. And don't even get me started on how expensive it can be. Well, Article makes furniture shopping easier than ever. First of all, all in-stock items are delivered in two weeks or less with free shipping on orders over $999. So already it's leaps and bounds ahead of traditional shopping. And in regards to finding your dream aesthetic, Article makes it easy on you by focusing solely on a handful of aesthetics like modern, mid-century, and Scandinavian, all very popular right now. So everything pretty much goes perfectly together. It's great. If you don't have that designer eye, they do it for you. Uh, And the part everyone can appreciate, their prices are unbeatable. Because Article cuts out the middleman and sells directly to you, they're able to pass on savings of up to 30% to their customers. Uh, Redoing areas of my home using Article has been an absolute dreamy process. And I finally have pieces that I love that are also really good quality too, by the way. Uh, Broads, you got to check out the website. Some of my favorite pieces ever in my home are from Article. Couches, dining rooms, room tables all drool worthy check out this website right now article is offering our listeners fifty dollars off your first purchase of a hundred dollars or more go to article.com slash chatty and this discount will be automatically applied at checkout 
That's article.com slash chatty, and you will get $50 off your purchase of $100 or more. So broads, the cutest thing has happened recently. My daughter Ember is four and she has out of nowhere taken this really huge interest in cooking, which is so sweet. Queen. Queen. Every night at dinner, Chef Ember, as she's demanding that I call her these days, she'll pull up a chair. She wants to be in on all the cooking action from start to finish. And because we use HelloFresh around our house, it's so great because we get to make and learn a variety of recipes together because I'm no expert. So we're both learning together through HelloFresh. It's been also an awesome activity for our whole family to take part in oh my gosh i cannot wait until my kids are old enough to cook it's with me so sweet. ruth right now does cooking but she just fills up pots with water and then puts like cat food and flower petals in i mean and stirs it around delish. And it to me. <laughs> it i prefer HelloFresh personally if you aren't familiar with it here's the deal it's america's one number one meal kit they deliver fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes right to your door and with HelloFresh, cooking is easy fun and affordable the ingredients are pre-portioned, so you'll never overbuy. Makes the process super sustainable in terms of food waste. And you get to branch out and try cooking with ingredients you might not usually keep on hand. I think that's been the most fun for us is trying things that we wouldn't normally try. Ember's favorite recipe we cooked together recently were these barbecue sloppy joes. I mean, sloppy joes are a surefire favorite for the kids. I don't know. Well, you know, it's just the best. Also, the shrimp paella. I can't get over that from Home Chef. <laughs> uh, she had so much fun helping out. And because the meals are prepackaged and pre-portioned, I gladly let her do it. HelloFresh also has plans for everyone, including kid-friendly menus, veggie options, and so many more. I'm always so excited to see what kind of delicious things are in our deliveries. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 80Chatty and use code 80Chatty to get a total of $80 off across five boxes, including free shipping on your first box. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash 80Chatty and use code 80Chatty. All right. So some of the men, um, the, some of the sta- more standout entrances. I yeah. didn't feel like we had tons of standout entrances. No. I okay. wasn't shook. The two, which, I, okay, I really liked the guy actually with the flip flops. I thought that was a really cute idea. He brought oh, flip yeah. flops for oh, her, yeah. like in case your feet get tired with the high heels. That was cute. Um, that was cute. The Mike, other, I think, yes, Mike, Mike. Okay. The other two were that were fun to contrast. Of course, were the station wagon and the Rolls Royce thing. Yeah, the guy in the station wagon to me, don't know if you felt this, had Luke P vibes. Oh, you know what's so funny? His name, he's, by the way, Tyler C. That's his name. Yes, he's the new Tyler yes, C. That's right. That's right. Um, I said he's giving me Garrett P vibes. Which is funny because they're nemeses, but yet they have a very similar energy, Luke P and Garrett, or uh, yeah, Luke P and Garrett P. Interesting. Uh We shall see how that plays out. Well, he's gone. That's true. I forgot. (laughs) He was, okay, I didn't put the two and two together. He was the one that they chose Yosef over him. Yes. Which I I loved the station wagon entrance. Yeah, it was a really fun idea. And when he first rolled up, I was kind of like. I I love it, but then you're also like, okay, is this really all of your belongings? (laughs) But but, but wait, quick question though. Is this a for real situation? I'm 40 and I have an established career. I don't know if you saw the car that I came in, um, but I didn't have everything tied to my roof. That's just the quick question here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did. He's a lawyer, though. 
So I'm imagining. Okay. No, but when he came out with his accent and he's a lawyer and I was a little bit like, are we going to have like a Matthew McConaughey situation? And I'm like, am I going to love That's him? That's what Grace said. He said he sounds exactly like Matthew McConaughey. Yes. yes. And so I, there was a part of me that was like, <laughs> you're like, well, Ooh. he's gone. So you won't be seen again. I'm like, right. I was like, totally knew that. (laughs) Tyler C, am I going to love you? But then I just, the rest of the episode, it was a hard pass for me. Garrett P energy, Luke P energy all day. Um, And then, yes, of course, Bennett shows up in a Rolls Royce and is wearing a fucking gentleman's white (laughs) scarf. Like Princess Diaries is quaking. That was hilarious. When I can't remember who your favorite guy, I think, was making the commentary. Easy? Easy, yeah. He was oh, making yeah. commentary being like, we got 007 over here. He had the martini. Okay, he kind of incredible. Of I mean, it was definitely a thing. A vibe. But, he was ready to like intimidate out all the other fools. But the energy, and he says, I thought coming from New York to Palm Springs, the only way to come is true Hollywood fashion. <laughs> It's hilarious. Bennett is a guy who like he likes jazz way too much. I feel like he says he calls you my dear in a sexy way way too much. Mm -hmm. Like this is just but I'm obsessed. I'm afraid, but I'm obsessed. Yep, I feel that. He definitely he watches Mad Men on loop Mm -hmm. and he fancies himself the John Hamm, Don Draper character, one hundred percent. Yes, absolutely he does. Um, there's a, there was a couple that I will say were in poor taste for me. Please. You know, maybe the straight jacket. Um, hi. Um, hi. What? Jay? I'm looking into the camera right now, Jay. Look at me, Jay. Jay, listen. I am a bipolar queen, okay? <laughs> I like to laugh at myself. This, the podcast, I mean, we just like to talk shit about ourselves. You can make any, sure. you can make any sort of joke about my, you know, mental health and I'll, I'll laugh. I laugh it off. Sure. But for the rest of the community, a straight jacket and by the way, keeping it on the whole time. He did the rose ceremony in the straight jacket. Wait, so not only is it kind of like undermining the thing like, Look, I'm the first to be like, all right, all right. It's a joke. Like, let's I, not let's I'm not saying. take it too that's seriously. As a person with mental health, you know, with, with like, my mental health disorder, I'm like, right, I laugh at give it. The guy, I'm like, whatever. It, but it wasn't that funny. And then also, it was just creepy. It was very creepy. Yeah, <laughs> if you're gonna do something kind of offensive, you better do it funny, or else yes. it's just not. It's just not gonna yes. land. And he kept it on the whole night. And he and he made and the comment he made too. Uh, he said. He's been having to wait so long that he's gone crazy. And I'm like, well, you know, this yeah, is <laughs> yeah, in poor taste. It's in poor taste. Now, which was worse, though? Would you rather be the guy that comes out with the straight jacket or would you rather be the guy that comes out with the ring? That's actually someone, a little <gasps> mooning figurine that farts when you open the ring box, because I'm not going to lie. I'll take straight jacket guy over that <gasps> any day. It was neither funny nor amusing to me. I was horrified. <laughs> I could not believe that that was not made more focus of. Like, it was a quick moment that if you would have turned your back for 10 <laughs> seconds, you would have missed the farting, mooning proposal ring. 
I mean, he thought it was hilarious. <laughs> was so funny. I have to give Claire so much credit for not like freaking out. Like the fact that she laughed and kind of, you know, let him just do his thing. I was like, wow, this is impressive. I would be panicking. I would be like, no, where the fuck are the producers? You got to an interview right now. Who the fuck are these I would have stopped and been like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to let you know right now. Our humor is not on track and humor is very important to me in a relationship. So I'm just going to send you home right now. I would have sent him home in the moment. That like, would have been a fucking move. I don't know. You would have looked like the bitch of all bitches, but I would have been right I, I, in your I, corner. I would have said, said it nicely. I would have been like, hey, you know what? I think you're looking for a different type of woman. Um, I'm not like fart ring humor type person. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe you could propose to Craig Conant, but like, it's just not for me. Yeah, and I would be 100% behind you, honey. Thank you. Thank you. I would be like, send his ass home. His asses. <laughs> send his asses home. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm trying to think of a few of the cuties. Um, oh, okay. Brendan, I think, is so attractive, but his vibe throws me off big time. Mm. He kind of has the curly hair and light eyes. And he showed up with a big yellow bow tie that looks like he was wearing his dad's suit. It was a very strange choice. Okay. But he, he I think, is super cute. But his energy is, like, like off to me. Oh, one of my faves Jeremy, who's a oh yes, sorry, yes. Now I'm now I Brendan, know who you're talking about. Yeah. Nah, I don't like him. I don't like him either. But I think he's super. I think he's super cute. Uh, Jeremy, the banker. One of my favorite lines. Always the guy who has a completely monotone voice is the one who's always just like, I just want you to know that I'm here to make you laugh, and I promise I'll do that, and walks away. <laughs> She's like, okay, psycho. <laughs> and I'm like, anytime someone promises to make me laugh, you will never make me laugh. And he legit said that. That's like someone who says like, oh, I'm going to make you come so hard. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry you like, make that a uh, crass reference, but it's, but it's second, very similar the vibes. They, they, he says that to you. You're like, okay, you're like, so I can guarantee I'll never have so an orgasm. So 100% the orgasm isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's a perfect reference or comparison. Um, and then, you know who I really liked a lot? Who? And my brain right away goes, oh, you're going to make it. I mean, if the epi- if the season goes this far, you're going to for sure make it into top six and you'll be one of her favorites. But then you're going to get sent home because you're her friend oh. is Blake, the Canadian Blake, big Blake with the beard who oh, reached yes. out to her before yes. the season started. I yes. loved his energy. Yes, 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 he yes. came out of the limo and he just was like smiling and happy and he would have made me feel so comfortable right away. Which, by the way, we, we got to talk about how, how when she sat him down, we'll just talk about it right now since we're on the topic, when she sat him down to talk to him about him reaching out, for one, he was quaking because she really played it up like she was like, how dare you disrespect the process? Yes. Like you thought that he was, was about like, to go down. Send me home. Um, for one, we get confirmation that she was not talking to Dale pre-filming. And I believe that. I believe it, too. It, it, you so, see it. You can you, see what happens. She did not yes, talk to Dale. And she makes a point of being like, yeah, you were the only one to reach out to me. And she said that meant so much to mm-hmm. her to just check in on how she was doing. Mm-hmm. And so props to him. Props to him. I mean, what a move. And I bet his girlfriends back home are like, yeah, 
Yes, they're like we told, we you, told we you, Canada Blake. I'm gonna call him Canada Blake. Okay, because I love Blakes. that Canada Blake. He, I love him. I like his energy a lot. He will. Thrive. I thought he was gonna be crazy. Me too. Did we Me say too. that on the? I don't remember. No, but like I seen no, him. I, I thought he was gonna be crazy. In, in the little in the commercials, yes. I was like, oh gosh, he's gonna be like obsessed. With, I mean, maybe he will be. We, we don't know. <laughs> but in this episode, I'm like, I like him. I like his vibe. Um, also, uh, okay. So should we should we talk about the Dale yeah, entrance? Yeah. Le- please let's. Dale is. I understand why when. Claire saw him she said that's my husband because I think all I think all of us said that the second we saw Dale we were like hello this is my husband Dale might be I mean this is a big this is a big statement Dale might be the best looking guy I've ever seen on this show there's different types of hot I've seen you know like I'm just talking I, I am just talking from like for me, I love there's an energy thing for me that makes someone sexy, but just purely like the way that Dale like looks as I'm like his actual like et, like, oh, my God, I I like his energy, too. I really like his energy. He a lot, too. was cool. Big and smile the friendly, whole time. And like he's feel so he feels he felt so confident and comfortable and warm too at the same time oh i was just like yes claire we all think he's our husband 100 (laughs) percent. we all believe that he is stunning and smiley and like oh my god this might be a little presumptuous of me and i'm not trying to be rude in this assumption at all but i might assume that claire just because she does have such a sexy sensual vibe she might be someone who gets a little you know like she might she might hook up with people Every now and then. Like, yeah. And so, so this is my thought. Okay. Because of quarantine, she literally probably has not like kissed, hugged, have, you know, hooked up with anyone. Uh And I'm just saying that might be something that she does like a little more frequently, not in the COVID time. So now it's been three months. No, since February, because she doesn't want to fuck anything up for the bachelorette. Yep. So it's been a solid four months of her having no, you know, interactions. Mm -hmm. And so you better believe when Dale stepped out of that limo, she is like, my husband, (laughs) a.k.a. (laughs) Let me rip off my clothes right now for you. That was the like her voice went up about four octaves. Well, we saw a different vibe too. Cl- confident Claire, her voice was shaking. We saw Disney Prince, and then she put on this Disney Princess thing that she put on whenever she was around him of like, oh, hello, Dale. <laughs> and she sort of like, when she walked, she tried to look like she weighed like 15 pounds. She's, you know? she's like walking, she's <laughs> walking on the tiptoe, sort of like lingering with one of her legs and arms like she as she goes. She was like, I mean... The, the mo- and she says we hear her say that well first of all she's breathless she's, she says <laughs> what does she say yet no she literally she hugs him he walks away and the first thing she says is she goes I knew it I knew it I knew this process would work for me this time around and then she's like oh, I think I just met my husband okay and then we have Claire okay. and then we have a pause break where chris harrison comes out and addresses it before even that she was like i need a second i was like is she about to have an orgasm (laughs) i 
mean? And I am like, yes, queen. I mean, she was like, you, you have that orgasm, girl. Like, you do this thing. <gasps> yeah, she's, she's shaking. She's like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, literally about to climax. It's like, and also being like, the ghost of my father just visited me and told me he was the one. One hundred percent. She's experiencing she's having, all of this at once. It's all happening at once for her. The I have literally, I have goosebumps thinking lining. about that feeling. Like, oh my god, like she's just like, overcome. So then, yeah, Chris comes out. We've never seen this happen. By the way, Chris is like, bitch, what in the fuck? <laughs> He's just like, can you calm down for two seconds? You're not supposed to say that shit. But and right away, producers are like troubled. They're trouble. like, "Oh God, here we go! Here, here we, we go. go!" So Chris Harrison comes out and has to address, and he has to say, "Claire, we—I have to say—we've never had this happen before, where someone actually sees this one specific person and says, I think I just saw my husband.'" And she's just like, "Yes, yes." And the second this happens, we all collectively know the men stand no chance. And Not by the way, single chance. By the way. She said, I've never felt anything in, like in that. In other seasons, we've seen Claire. She's all about, you know, meeting the different men's, making out with the different men's. Uh-uh. I think we, this was the least amount of kisses that has ever happened in a long time on night one. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Did she only kiss Dale? She kissed uh, Canada Blake, too. Okay, thank you. Oh, okay. Canada Blake. I but it was very... I forgot But that. he leaned in and it was very... Kind of And she did happened. a quick smooch. Um... We'll get to that. <laughs> we will get to that. But the, then the rest of the men come, and I do have to make a quick statement because sure. I kept talking about Paige Presley beforehand because I was all hyped about having yeah, him on. I told you. Yeah, you were right. He, this is the thing. He, the mustache is too perfect. It's all, and then I'm a very auditory person, and I need a very specific voice. So it just it changed everything. For yeah, me. I feel that. I totally feel that. It's okay. We forgive you. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> so. Um, can we just talk about the car conversation then? With yeah, Dale? because because there's there's really two big things that happened. It's Dale and then Yosef and and Garrett. So let's just focus on that. Yes, which was terrible drama, stupid drama. Um, so first of all, I just dial dialed dialed <laughs> died. I was trying to say died died and dialed. Okay, so I died when they're talking about you know her mom. You know, she's saying how hard it was for me. What's funny is like she's pulling. The personal tragedy card to, to one Dale, of her Dale, men. Because she so desperately wants him to be her husband right now. He were desperately. Desperately. And I love Claire. Love. Into her. Now. All right. Came on a little strong there. <laughs> I was just like, dial it back. Dial it back, Claire. <laughs> I'm like, cool. he's about to cool? leave. Girl, he's about to leave. You're scaring him. You're scaring <laughs> him. Stop. <laughs> back so off. She's, I was praying like, she wasn't going to give him the first impression rose because it was just all too much. I was just like, keep it cool. Give the first impression rose to Canada Blake. Make Dale play, like make, make him have to kind of work for it a little bit. Please. No, so she's like talking about her mom not being able to see her and he's like, well, my sister, you know, she's high risk. And she goes, you get it. She literally yells, you, you get, get it. it. <laughs> we see each other. <sighs> I knew this was going to work. It was a lot. And I was, I, you know how I get when I have to hide under a table or a couch because I get uncomfies and I have to cover my face. I was feeling, I had to cover my face a couple times because it was so intense that I, I, I was like, we just have to, we have to remain calm right now, Claire. We have to remain calm. 
Dale goes on to say, I'm an empath, which is always a red flag for me just in general when someone has to let someone else know that they're an empath. It's like, sure. I'm sure I'll find that out as sure. I get to know sure. you. You don't, sure. need to, you don't need to tell me. Even though I will say this, to, uh-huh. to Dale's credit, I don't think I've ever heard a guy on the show ever say that I'm a, an empath before. <sighs> that's That might be true. Because I'm thinking as like, you know. I feel like that's to... something that like Luke P. would have said in oh, randomly God. in the oh, heat God. of the moment. Oh, not God. the same context at all. <laughs> no. I'm just saying, if, if anyone was to say, it probably would have been someone like that. Like, well, you know, I'm an empath. You know, the eyes not blinking. <laughs> <laughs> so Dale says, I'm an empath. Claire's like, oh, me too. Me too. You, we get it. I'm just like, Claire, calm down. Stop. She's over the moon. She can't. And then her dogs come out, by the way. And I'm thinking, you know, Claire, it's like she's obsessed with both of her dogs. And I didn't know if she was going to have this moment where all of a sudden the dogs came to Dale. And she was like, they know. <laughs> but you don't see them interacting with Dale. You see them actually interacting. I think it's Canada Blake and Jason who's just rubbing and scratching the 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 the, mm. uh, the pup. And I was just like, Claire is so over the moon with Dale that she's not even making note of the guys who are you know, the dogs are connecting with and her dogs are her babies. So that's that to me. I'm like, wow. Interesting, Professor Jess. Good, good analyses. Thank and you. Observation. Thank you. Also, I love Jason. That's the other guy who I love. Who is that? Jason's the one who he's from Long Island and they're cool. talking and he's just like, and and he they have this great banter and he's talking about she's like how she likes the outdoors and he's like don't even put me in the indoors don't even put me in the indoors and I, he is I no I could not you didn't like Jason I couldn't it, I couldn't handle it gave me anxiety the oh whole my conversation. god oh my god I thought they had such such fun and he was she, she he mentions a TV show she's like well I was I didn't watch I'm like okay you didn't watch TV ever she's like I was more of a <laughs> tree climbing girl and he's like me too. He's like, she's the most beautiful woman aside from my mother. I love him. I will marry him round two. You, but here's the thing. I love a Long Islander. So, attra- okay. so attracted to Long Islander Jersey. Like the men, oh, I'm just like, hello. That would be, if you were with someone who was a Long Islander, you would start to have the accent too. And I think that just works. Honestly, it just Oh my works. god, thank you so much. I in my second marriage, I will definitely be the with fur, someone from the, the East. Long Island accent. I'm going to be with someone from the East Coast. I've already told Evan this. And you're going to be like, "Well, I'm from Jer- you're going to start I'm, saying I'm that from, you were born in listen, New Jersey." Listen, my parents, they were bo- my my dad's family, they're from that side of the of the country anyway, so it's just part of the thing. Anyways, yes. I, I'm obsessed with him. Um, okay. <sighs> so then Yosef and Claire he immediately when he's talking about his daughter with her he screams to me like so many red flags i'm just like obviously you know that i'm not getting a good vibe yes but then of course tc has to take it upon himself the new tyler c that he's going and talking to the guys and telling them that yosef has been reckless on instagram and i'm thinking oh my god what is he doing sending out dick pics like crazy we find out that he's and he says flirting with girls yes and I'm like, oh, what does that mean? Like liking an old photo? Like, you know, when you when you say that, it's very ambiguous. Even it's just like, let's just say he's sliding into a ton of girls' DMs. My thing is, do I do I like that energy with a guy? No. But there's not well yeah. you can't you can't say that he did anything wrong. Yeah. He's a was a single guy. Yeah. What is he supposed I mean, I don't sure. know. Like, not what it's is true. he supposed to do? He doesn't have to slide into the DMs, true. but like whatever. And then Tyler goes from saying which is then when he's giving me major Garrett P energy where he's going around and telling the guys about it. And then 
TC pulls Yosef aside and we find out, by the way, he was saying he's sliding into girls. He makes it plural. And then when he talks to Yosef, he's like, well, there's this one girl that contacted me. But didn't me. he say that? I was confused about this. Yeah. Didn't the girl say that it was like a like a mass thing that he sent out? She said, I think the vibe that I was I getting was is, it, is like the girl said it looked like it seemed like it okay. was like a general thing. Okay. All but right. Because I was like, was it one of those things where have you ever had someone accidentally text you in like a group like... Oh, a group A thing? massive thing. I don't know if that's only something that happens on the internet, but I've seen that before where someone that's is like, hilarious. hey, how are you doing? And instead hey, of sending beautiful. it to like 10 individual people, it send it in a group chat with like the 10 women. We actually dared one of our dear friends, Harry, one night over drinks and he, or he lost the bet. So what we got to do is we got to take his phone and take 10 random girls from his phone and do a group text and say, hey, beautiful, want to meet up tonight? But it was a group message. <laughs> So One girl responded and said, what the fuck? <laughs> We're bad friends. You want to know something weird that... Ha- okay, no, never mind. We don't have time. Tell it, tell, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> so, um, so he then... I do have to say, I appreciated the way that Yosef handled it. Yeah. He's handled it very calmly. This guy, night one, is pulling him aside, starting rumors kind of about him. Um, and then, you know, Yosef is like, I'm not here for the drama. So he just goes straight to Claire. Yeah, everything stayed pretty cool. And I think it's because he went straight to Claire because I think it was a good move thinking, okay, if I stay here more than one night, this could escalate and all the guys right. could start a rumor. And then week three, all of a sudden, Claire's hearing that all the guys think that Yosef is some, you know, player online. Right. Um, so then it was when she, she sat down. She's I love Claire. Let's just bring Tyler C over here. Grabs and sits and down. And is just like what's going on? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, just direct. Yeah, and uh, and then of course, also being pretty um like, you know how sometimes a lead will bring in two people or whatever or talk to one person and it's very clear that they've already believed one side as the truth. Yes, I felt like she didn't do that. No, which I gave her credit for. No. She was like really willing to hear. What each person to say. And then I laughed because Tyler was like, then we end up finding out he's like, well, it's like a friend of a friend who told me. So it's not even like one of his like friends. It, it's just a, it's just he's just coming in. He's just coming in at trying to start drama. He's, I know he thought he was coming hot out of the gate with some tea. I'm like, you should know better, lawyer. You should have more evidence. You should have the receipts with you. What kind of lawyer is he? Come on. I don't know. Like car a shitty accident one? injury <laughs> lawyer. Know. But Yosef then is just like, I have more. She's like, did you do that? And Yosef is just like, I have more respect for myself, my daughter. I'm like, don't, please, just say yes or no. Okay? It's just a yes or my no da- question. Stop throwing around your daughter. Stop. You probably get, never mind. Okay. <laughs> you go, nope, not no, going to do it. Not going to go there. All right. Um. So, and then Claire says, is there a girl that's going to pull up that thinks she's your girlfriend? And he says, no, which to me is foreshadowing, which makes me think 100% there's going to be. Well, there's someone. a reason why he stayed in Thailand. Correct. Didn't. There's going to be drama. Someone's going to show up or at least they are planning on someone that showing up. Hilarious. I mean, yeah, they're probably like she can't get into the bubble. She's just yelling outside of La Quinta. FaceTiming, FaceTiming. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You know now producers are going to contact probably every single woman on his following list on Instagram being like, has he reached out to you? Of course. I bet they I bet they probably will put someone on that job to literally reach out to every single female that he follows on Instagram. Yes. 
Wow. Producers work hard. The devil work works hard. <laughs> yeah. The devil well, works hard. Claire can't control herself, and she gives the first impression rose to Dale, of course, and she... And I think he's scared. I think so, too. I am not getting mutual energy right now. I am getting... I mean, he's honestly probably confused. Like, he's probably watched the show, and he's like, you know, there's... He's probably been telling his friends there's going to be 30 other guys, you know, but who knows? I might just shoot my shot. Like, let's see what happens. And then she's like, from the moment we locked eyes. Oh, like, yeah. And when I've I, been praying for you since I was a little girl. It's, like, a, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. I totally agree with you. I don't get any of like, oh, he's here for the wrong reason. So he's not fully there. No, I'm getting like, it's, just, it's like whoa. night one. And she, because the exchange, she puts the rose on him and then pulls him and kisses him on the cheek and then tries to pull him back in for the kiss. It's an awkward exchange. And then he says, and then he try, and then he's sweet because he tries to like then make it not awkward he's for her. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. And then he goes, tries to make it not awkward for her and then goes like, no, I'm not, I'm not nervous. I, I'm not nervous. And then they kiss. But it was not like, it did not feel like organic is she pulled like it was like I mean they made out they made out and it looked like it was a great kiss but the initi- the initiation of it makes me go is she gonna come in way too hot I'll give it the benefit of the doubt maybe Dale is a man all about consent so maybe he Very really true. wanted to make sure just yeah. triple check maybe maybe yeah I always say a girl has to pull me in twice before going for it just to make sure she really wants it you mm-hmm. know that's maybe his yeah I don't know he seems a little bit a little shell-shocked a little shell-shocked well there were numerous guys who never got to talk to Claire like Damar Kenny Zach I was just gonna say one more thing it it it's edited so it makes you wonder was she trying to talk to dale for it could have been like 30 minutes both times that's very true like she could have been like i want to talk i mean she came and pulled it it was for the first impression rose but nevertheless it it was the typical long night because when we saw Paige exit at the end it was blinding burning bright outside it was probably probably already 111 (laughs) degrees Mm -hmm. which i told gray that because we were seeing all these guys with their shirts off like in the intros and i was like gray you gotta understand give these guys a break yeah like this I isn't know you're going to be like, oh, douchey guys this isn't a Colton. On. This isn't a Colton shower scene times 5,000 where you're like, all right, can you please stop? No, it's this like, is 120 no, degree weather. so hot outside. Yeah. Literally probably 115. Yeah. 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 Hell. Um. Well, they have the rose ceremony. Blake, Canada Blake gets the first rose. Um, And then we have, we get, Kenny ends up getting a rose, by the way, which I was the whole time like looking to see if he was actually wearing like the glossier blush cloud paint because it looked like he was. Um, go use our code. <laughs> go use our code. Um, Yosef ends up staying. So sent home was Tyler C., Chris, AJ, who grabbed her hands too hard and gave me major creepy vibes. Yes, very creepy. We forgot to mention that, but she was like, I, I have indents like in my hands. Yes. And with my she rings. was literally shaking her hands. It was too much. And he, his energy, he's like, my friends say I give a bad first impression. He's squeezing the life out of her hands. <laughs> I think your tips are turning purple. She's just like, no, I don't know what they're talking about. Fuck. Fuck. So weird, dude. So weird. So weird. Um, also, Mike with the flip flops went home. The guy that you liked. Sad. I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good shtick. It was cute. Uh, Jordan, I think, went home. Paige went home. Yeah. Um, 
But then we see a clip. We're seeing clips from this next coming week. We're seeing nude men. We're seeing a lot of Jason and Blake and Easy and Dale. Those are the four guys that I noticed that we're seeing a lot of. Um, so, and so what does it look like? 15 of them leave? Like, it looks like half of the guys are threatening to leave or something? This is my guess. Okay. We're going to have another Ka- a Caitlin Bristow type situation. I think Claire and Dale are going to have sex next episode. Shut the fuck up. I'm, I think that she has the first date with him. I think they have sex. And I think the guys that are irritated, so now they're on a hunt, like, they're going to try to find out anything about Dale, call him out, because now we're seeing the men being like, she doesn't know, she thinks she knows Dale, she doesn't know Dale. It won't be week two, it'll be week three or four. Okay. Which brings me to a bigger thing. (laughs) I'm just like, week two? (laughs) How many? Well, look, we thought this thing was going to be over week one. True. So, how many episodes, let's, let's try to predict right now, how many episodes do you think we will have of Claire? I have a feeling in my bones. I just have this. That is going to be like 10. I think we we are going to get six episodes of Claire. And I think, I don't know what the remaining few weeks are going to be, but I don't know if, I don't know what the Tasha piece is going to look like. I'm feeling very now thinking that they are fucking with us to a certain degree. I think we will get three and a half. Three and a half. Oh, okay. I think that the fourth episode will be a transitional episode where we're wrapping things up with Claire and we're entering into something else. Then what do you think? How many with Tasha? Like eight. Is that how many episodes there are? Um, no, there's normally like 10 or, yeah, there's normally like 10, okay. 10 or 11, including mental all and after the final rose. But we don't know if we're going to get that now. That's true. With huh? COVID. So that's yeah, why I think there like could, giant they Zoom could call. get away with doing like seven or eight of Tasha. True. We'll see. I mean, I'm just, what I'm the most curious about is when we're seeing Claire screaming sick, sick, like, is she talking like, I She's talking about COVID. <laughs> she's sick she is sick 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 for a second I literally I was just like oh my god wait what <laughs> um no I, what I what I'm what my mind is now bendy about I'm not even like the Tasha thing is I'm like oh my god how what's that gonna happen but what I after this episode I couldn't stop thinking about was we have this narrative that mm. Claire and Dale fell in love mm. and ran away together or or are getting married or whatever. What if Claire absolutely fell in love with Dale? Dale breaks her heart and then she's like I'm not going to interact. Like she refuses. What if Dale decides to leave? It's too or Dale's like it's too much. It's too much. It's coming too quick or something something happens and he decides to leave and maybe Claire is like I am not going to be I I will and she's refusing to come out of her room cuz she's like I will not get to know the other men. And Chris Harrison's just like, you're breaking the bachelorette. Like you have like what's going on? Because the yelling, it didn't make it feel unless like, of course, they're obviously painting something for us, but it didn't feel like romantic. And like I said, it sounded like it sounded like Dale's voice. I, I, I'm part of me now. I was like, I was convinced that Dale and it was Dale and Claire forever. And we were going to maybe see a wedding or whatever. But now part of me thinks 
are they not together? And she was just heartbroken. And maybe, so she was like, I'm out. I'm done with, I'm done filming this. Or maybe she's pulling a Colton and she has to go after Dale. Maybe. I don't know. Because we. I don't think Dale would say something like that, though. It doesn't make sense to me either. Like, he doesn't seem like that kind of no, guy. No, but, but that was the thing. I kept pausing it because I was like, who is this guy? Jesus. But it sounded like him. And I sure hope I sure hope we get the love story because I'm loving Dale's vibe so far. But I'm trying, you know, I'm playing the devil's he advocate that here. To her? That. That's what I'm saying. Like what? But they're making it look so ominous where the guys are like, she doesn't know Dale like we do. And it's just like, what? And I think that that's just the guys being jealous. Yeah, I think so but too. it sounded like his voice and I can't get over that. I'm just and then when I paused it. I was like, who else could this be like the frame? I, I, I don't know. Is it possible that that was a voiceover with showing Claire in it? Totally. And what what if that clip, and now I'm really jumping off a bridge here right. with this one, but like what if that clip is, what if that clip is like from a joking one? Like, or like what if it's referencing something else instead of just being like, oh, I expected more from the 40-year-old bachelorette. Like Maybe. Maybe, like maybe it was just like. But it was like, yelling it kind of yeah i guess so but what if it's fr- yeah what? yeah it was yelling it because i was thinking like what if they were saying something like but, i thought there was going to be a lot of drama like i would I, expect more from a th- like, i, I will know. say this there's another guy now i'm blanking on his name that has a very similar voice to dale that i'm like oh from maybe the it's oldest bachelorette yeah i can't see dale insulting I, her for being old i know i know i just couldn't figure out like it just what i did is i like i was listening to their interaction when she gave him the first impression rose and then fast forwarded to that and i was like fairly generic voice it's not super no it's so it could have been the other one of the other guys i just i don't know i'm interested to see what the broads have to say about that yeah i know i know i'm really hoping it's not because so far you know i am into dreamy dale love it and i want them i want her to have her happy i want her i think we all do i want her and dale i want it to work and for them to fall in love and like for it to be like this quick beautiful Mm -hmm. success story um also we then see what looks like taisha is going to be coming out of the limo and the and you know kenny being like what do we just get a new bachelorette and then we see the limo pull up and it like it's like is it going to be taisha I don't know. I'm not, I'm just questioning everything now. Well, I can't wait for next week to see how it all plays out. I cannot wait for next Should week. Should we think I'm... up some sort of bet about whoever gets closer to the number of episodes? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Think of it. Cold hard cash. Baby. We'll think of it. We'll think of it. Well, broads, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we will be back with another recap next Wednesday. But in the meantime, on Friday, we have an amazing episode coming out. Like we said, it's going to be so funny. Mm-hmm. And then we have a few other episodes coming out. Um, one where we're talking about foster care. That's going to be really exciting. We'll be also, um, we have been. This has been a long time coming, and it's due to. Uh, certain cancellations and then retries and whatever we've been wanting to have this anti-racism episode oh yeah and then becca had a great idea and uh we were talking about we have some guests but we also would love to hear from some of you all like this is the broad squad we want to hear from you so if you you are comfortable well specifically i know we have so many broads that have different niches and personal hobbies and stuff and if you specifically do or like are proficient on 
like the technicals of like anti-racism work or steps, all that kind of thing, please reach out via email because we would love to have you mm -hmm. on. Or if you specifically would like to talk about, I mean, this is all completely voluntary, please. Yes, yes, yes. Please reach out to us and we'd love to chat about having you on. We would love to chat. We have some great guests for that episode, but we also would love to hear from you all if that's an option because you're fam and we want to have you know, if, it, if that's an option, some of the broads talking to the broads about this topic that we need to. We'd also like to create have some of a pan, some sort of a panel, too, which was Jess's idea so that we sort of hear a variety of maybe different experiences or perspectives. Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of different. It's not like there's a one size fits all mm -hmm. answer to how to approach um, dismantling your implicit bias mm -hmm. and all those other different mm -hmm. things. So. So, yeah. Reach Anywho, out. Reach out. Chattybroads at gmail.com. Yes. And with that. Chat soon. Back into the Bachelorette Broads. Chat soon. Mm -hmm.